Hey Vibes listeners, before we get into this week's episode, we wanted to have a moment of silence and a moment of remembrance for Sherry Pollux, a longtime fixture in NASCAR as the girlfriend of Martin Truex Jr., but also more than that. Sherry had a nearly 10-year battle with cancer and was very public and open about her will and her determination to fight every single day and served as an inspiration to us all. Alongside her public battle with cancer, she was also very public uh, as well as all of NASCAR with her foundation and Martin's foundation as well um, for helping other women and also children fight cancer as well. They were very big champions of that cause. We want to take this moment of silence to remember all the good that Sherry has done and also to offer our deepest condolences to Sherry's family and friends. Sherry, thank you so much for fighting the fight, being a light of inspiration for us all, and helping children everywhere. Thank you so much. You can tell me there's tumors in my lungs. You can tell me there's tumors wherever, but I'll never give up. I will fight till the end, till I'm on my deathbed. It just won't stop. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Victory Lane Vibes. We are your hostesses with the mostesses. Um, Before we get too far deep, uh, we do want to introduce our new presenting sponsor, Eastside Roasters. Uh, Check them out in the Meta Universe on Instagram and on Threads. Um, Our Victory Lane Vibes Brew will be coming to you shortly. Uh, Make sure you get them a like and a follow. We're about to give you the vibes direct to your doorstep. Uh, So Eastside Roasters with a Z. Uh, Make sure you um, search them, follow them, like them, love them as we do. Uh, But without further ado, we got a special show planned for you this evening. you know, when we have a guest, I like to, to have people go around the room and introduce themselves. So y'all know me, but let's, let's just go around the horn and see so y'all can see who we got rocking with us tonight. All right, I, I go. Y'all already know me um, as, the, as, the, as Monte, which I call me uh, Monte. Um, love being on this podcast. Um, obviously, my favorite driver is uh, Bubba Wallace and Christopher Bell, maybe Kyle Bush too, uh, Kyle Bush as well. But yeah. And that's going for a long time. Am I going? Uh, oh, you go. Yeah, I, I you appreciate go. it. Sorry about that, Shane. Uh, you're no, good. I mean, yeah, back like I never well. left. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome back. Like we just started out with back like I never left. Uh, you know, Carl, y'all already know me and everything there is to say about that. So, but we um, we did that because we have. Very special guest today, so we're more excited about that than anything else. I will let him introduce himself. My name is Shane Mundy, and I drive the number 40 Victory Lane Vibes podcast, Toyota Camry, and the NASCAR, eNASCAR iRacing series, the weekly fixed setup series. Uh, Big Tyler Reddick fan, uh, 2311 fan, all that good stuff. I've been a NASCAR fan since pretty much my entire life. NASCAR, is, there probably hasn't been a Sunday uh, in my life in our house that uh, NASCAR hasn't been on the TV. So, just happy to be here. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. We are introducing you to our one and only Shane Monday driving to Victory Lane Vibes Camry. Um, I just have to say, just personally, thank you for your effort Thursday night at Bristol 
Um, I'm gonna find out who it was that came down on you and then put you in the inside wall. I'm, I'm gonna pull up in this house and disconnect this internet. Um, oh but you, you, uh, you stay in the game. Um, you brought home. You finished twelve, right? Uh, twelve. I yeah. You, I know you yes, were fifteen. So Tr- tremendously um, calmer than I would have been. We oh, were a few laps down, but yeah, because I. Hey. Man, because I, I hit the mic button and I just spew like every time. That's why I don't run NIS. <laughs> I've tried to run NIS a couple different times and like something like that's happened and I've said stuff and I'm like, I guess I'm not racing for two weeks. I'm sure that's going to get recorded. <laughs> uh, so, no, yeah, that was, that was awesome to watch and, and we're so happy to have you uh, representing the brand in a positive way like that because I know I, I will not and cannot uh, do it in an appropriate manner. So. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's honestly been pretty surreal. Uh, you know, Vontae reached out to me on uh, on Twitter X, whatever you want to call that. Um, I guess I guess a few weeks ago now. Uh, after I think it was right after uh, I unveiled the money line card for Kansas, and he was like, "Hey, we should you know totally run a race with uh, our podcast on the car." And I didn't think much of it. I was just like. Oh yeah, sure. Like, you know, I'll, I'll put your logo on it. And then he was like, well, I'll put you in touch with the, the right people. And I was like, what does he mean by that? And for it to, for it to be, for it to turn into an actual partnership is, uh, is, is pretty cool. Uh, all the other, we've had some cool paint schemes in NIS this year. Um, but all the sponsors on them, you know, they were just kind of show my support for the people that support, you know, 2311. Um, you know, Moneyline and Monster Energy, all those companies, Xfinity. Uh, but to have now with, with you guys and Victory Lane Vibes podcast, is, it's really cool. It's a huge honor to have anyone, you know, any company, any podcast, whatever it is you want to call it, uh, support, you know, me of all people means uh, means a lot. So I'm excited about it and hope we can keep building a, a good relationship with each other. Yes, sir. Yeah, so Shane, I, I have a quick question. Um, so, is the forty significant to you, or anything like that, or is that just a number that you chose? Or so that's that's a great question, actually. So right. the number forty uh, back in twenty eighteen. Uh, I'm sure a lot of everyone here, or maybe not even everybody listening, is familiar. So I guess I'll explain it just in case. But uh, before I racing, uh, the big sim for NASCAR was uh, NR2003 made by yes, the Pirates. And uh, me and my late grandfather, we would get on online and just race with each other. Uh, me and like this exact room and him, there's a room on the other side of, of this wall and he would be in there and we'd just race each other like Talladega, Daytona. Everything I know about plate tracks came from him. And uh, so I started playing NR for years. Uh, I mean, I was probably playing when I was seven, and then in 2018, I was a big Chip Ganassi racing fan because uh, a buddy of mine, Derek Neeland, was spotter for uh, Kyle Larson, who was my cup driver at the time. And uh, I'll get into me and Derek's relationship later because it's pretty significant to uh, Tyler and all of that and where I am now. Um, but the number 40 came about because, so, you know, Ganassi used to run the 40. Um you know, Sterling Marlin, all kinds of big names have uh, driven that car, but most notably Sterling Marlin, you know, the silver bullet, all that good stuff. So I designed a bunch of paint schemes on NR with the 40 on it, and it just stuck. And ever since then, it, you know, 
it's kind of turned into a lucky number. And the weird thing is, is my I thought my lucky number used to be 23, ironically. Um, but so, I mean, I see it everywhere. You know, I'll look at the clock and it'll be 840, which is the one I see a lot or like anything 40, but I see 840 all the time. So when Tyler was driving the eight, that made it extra crazy. But I see 40 everywhere. Um, and that's, you know, the hashtag forward uh, 40 words, some people spell it. Uh, but, you know, all that was just, you know, it, it kind of became like a, a life motto to me. It's like just, you know, move forward. And, you know, the 40 is so special to me. Um, and, you know, I've just stuck with it since then. And when uh, yeah. when I finally got access to the custom numbers on uh, trading paints for iRacing, there was no doubt about what number I was going to run. And thankfully uh, someone, I wish I knew what their name was, but someone on a, I think Stanod racing had posted the uh, 2311 racing font. Yep, so I was able to, yeah. So I was able to get the, uh, the correct zero to match the four. And it's, uh, it's been with me ever since. And hopefully it just stays that way. Cause I, I, you know. Yeah. For um, sure. um, real quick. Uh, I, I just asked that because like, like I'm also big into eye racing and, and um, you know, obviously my, I have time constraints, so not as much, but I also run with a custom number, right? So like me becoming a, like I run the 28 and I also run mm-hmm. like 2311, like theme cars. Um, and uh, I run the 28 because my mom was a huge Davy Allison fan. And that's how I got started watching was we're watching old races that she'd recorded that, that Davy won and stuff like that, you know? So mm-hmm. Um, I just saw that and I was like, that's really interesting. And, and obviously you're really committed to that kind of brand or, or whatever you want to call it. I was like, yeah, I, I wanted to know about that. So, um, but yeah, man, that's, that's really awesome. Man. What are you going to say, Bonte? Uh, I was going to ask Shane a question. Um, what made you become, become a big Tyler Reddick fan? So uh, like I mentioned a moment ago with uh, Derek Nealon, uh, who is now Kyle Bush's spotter in the cup series, but, uh, back when I was a Ganassi fan, uh, I had a like Ganassi uh, Instagram page, and Derek Nealon was spotted for Kyle Larson, who was at the time my favorite driver. And Derek followed me on there, and and I you know messaged him, you know thanks for the follow, like it's pretty cool to have someone actually you know on the team messaging me and all that good stuff. And now every time I'm at a race, me, me and him try to find a way to see each other. We've just grown really close as friends. And in 2019, so I always try to root for the drivers that he spots for. Um, like this year, he's uh, he's with Nick Sanchez and Trucks. He's with Austin Hill and Xfinity. Tyler, or not Tyler Reddick, Kyle Busch and Cup. Um, but he was with Tyler Reddick in the Xfinity series in 2019 when he won the championship. And he also spotted for Tyler when he drove those uh, few part-time races with Ganassi in 2017. But uh, so when Derek announced that he was going to go to, you know, stay with RCR when Tyler went up to the cup series, uh, it was kind of a no brainer to me, especially after Tyler won the championship. And I just, you know, had fallen in love with his personality and who he was as a person and his driving style and just so many things. Um, so I stuck with Tyler through that. And I think what like really cemented it, was the week of the fall bristol race in 2021 uh, i sent derek a text and i was like hey uh, i'm gonna be at, at bristol this weekend you know like you, you know 
let me know where I can find you. Cause I was thinking the first time I went to Bristol, he was, I was like, let me know where I can find you. And I was like, I jokingly was like, and bring Tyler too. It'll be the icing on the cake. And then you know, a few days later, I got a DM on Instagram from Tyler and he was like, Hey, Derek told me you want to find a way to, to meet up. And he's like, Hey, we're going to meet here at this time. And so I found a way, nobody like all these fans kept passing by. No one knew who he was. Someone thought he worked at the track, which <laughs> is depressing in its own way. But, you know, just having that like kind of solo interaction with him, it was pretty crazy. And one of Tyler's good friends, um, I won't say his name because I don't know if he wants me to say his name on here, but, um, he uh, he told me on the phone uh, earlier this week, I think it was after I went by the, the, the shop in Mooresville, that Tyler told him that out of all these people, you know, that, that are fans of his and, you know, not many people approach him, apparently, according to Tyler. But he said that I am the one that he can pick out of a crowd. And so for me, you know, it's like if a driver that I like cares about me, it's it's you know i'm not going anywhere so uh for it's it's tyler nobody for me for now that's that's cool bro that is cool because absolutely when top yeah because when uh tyler went to 20 because when tyler went to uh 20 racing last year when when i find i woke up that found out find out that he was going to uh 20 20 racing last year I was hyped. I'm like, oh man, Bub, uh, Bubba and Tyler could be teammates. I'm, I'm, I'm so hyped for this. And then I recognized that I'm friends with, I'm friends with you on uh, Twitter. I, I think to myself, oh my boy Shane gonna be team, gonna be um, teammates with our driver and stuff. So, so that, 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 that's, that's so cool, man. Yeah, and I think that that was what made it even better was the team that he went to. You know, being 2311, because so many people, oddly, on like that was already friends with on Twitter. Even when Tyler was you know, with with the A team, uh, they were Bubba fans. So you know, it was kind of like you know, I was I was coming as like the redheaded stepchild, you know, just coming in being like, "All right, here I am. Here's uh here's this little Tyler Reddick fan. He's all yours." So, um, but it you know, everyone that I've met that has been twenty three eleven fans, and everyone on the team in general, just has been just amazing individuals and. Uh, you know, the people on the team are so talented and uh, so kind. And all the people on Twitter, uh, their 2311 fans have all been just so welcoming of, you know, me coming over to that side of things. Because uh, one of the first things that we did right after the clash, uh, Kiana, Sarah, Phil and I all met up. And I would and TJ as well met up at a, a cookout locally here mm-hmm. and just started talking racing and all that fun stuff and i was like you know sitting there i was like man like if he hadn't gone to 2311 i wouldn't even be here right now so it's led me to meet some amazing people as well that's awesome bro all right so now i gotta ask you um after for those of you who may not know after tyler won in kansas uh 45 for the third time in two years um, you got to go to the shop. I did. Um, tell us about that experience. So that's a really crazy story. Uh, I woke up on that Tuesday morning, uh, and there's a, uh, antique mall out in Morrisville with like, there's one booth in particular, it's booth 34 diecast on Twitter. I'm sure some people have heard of it. 
but they got all kinds of old cars and i've been trying to collect some of the older cars from like my childhood uh that i never got to not got to buy as a kid and i was just planning on going there and then it dawned on me like right before and this was such a spontaneous trip like this was not planned at all i woke up and i was like you know what i'm going i was like i got the gas in the tank let's go let's just go to mooresville and uh i was like man 2311 you know there's shops down there and i was thinking i think their lobby's open now because tj went down there as well and before martinsville earlier this year and i was like i think he sent me some pictures so i'm gonna go have to check out that shop and you know i walked in and there was a, a really really kind receptionist there i can't remember her name i'm so bad with names i hate that but she was really such a sweetheart and uh she you know kind of showed me around she's like well the cars are back there you know just don't take any pictures of them take pictures of all the trophies grab hero cards all that stuff and you know i've been i've grown pretty close with uh uh nick Payne, tyler spotter and john vining who's one of the engineers on the 45 car um and i asked her i was like is john here or is steve here you know team president i was like either them here and as soon as i said that i think she realized that i knew more than she probably thought i did <laughs> and uh so she was like i think john is available and while i was waiting on john to come uh greet me uh, Steve walked out of his office and he recognized me immediately. So we talked for a little bit and, uh, and then Nick texted me on Twitter and was like, where are you? And I was like, I'm in the like lobby on the garage side because at 2311, they have one side, uh, of their shop. That's not like open to the public. It's where they do the tear down, all that fun stuff. Other side is the garage. And that's the one I was in. And he was like, all right, well, I'll wrap, I'm wrapping up at two. I'll be there. I'll be there in a little bit and say, hey. And, you know, he walks out of the garage door and I saw him and then out from behind his back pops Tyler. I wouldn't expect him to see him. And I looked at Nick. I was like, you brought that one too, huh? And uh, I feel like I feel like I've gotten to the point where me and Tyler are just, I, I feel like I can bully him just a little bit, right? But, you know, gave him a big hug, told him congrats on the win and I, I pulled out my phone. And I was like, my mom's going to kill me if we don't get a picture together. You know, so I drove all the way down here. And if I come back, tell her that we, you know, we ran into each other and I don't have a picture. She's going to be upset with me. And he's like, well, we don't, he was like, well, we ain't going to take it here. And he started walking over to the garage and opened the garage door. And he's like, well, I'm going to break the rules. Come in here. So I walked in the garage, watched him work on the, uh, the J Balvin car that ran last night uh, at Bristol. Uh, so got to see that paint scheme before it was even like official, uh, which was crazy. Cause I walked in the shop, I was like, ah, that's a new one. Um, and he walked right over to the trophy and picked it up. And I thought he was just going to hold it in the picture. And then he handed it to me and I was like, you want me to hold it? He's like, yeah, you get in the middle of Nick and I and hold the trophy. So wherever they put that trophy, no matter if it's in Mooresville or when they moved to Huntersville, my fingerprints are on it forever so uh, that was really surreal i mean just like not even just like pulling the trophy like yeah that was crazy but just how it all unfolded and, and so fast was was really really cool and that's that's something i'll never forget that's awesome stuff i was kind of starstruck that's um, amazing that picture i was like wait that's shane wait yeah, that's absolutely. I think, 
I think a lot of people were starstruck by that picture because, like, you know, I've gotten on Twitter and every time I bring it up to people, I'm like, I'm not trying to, you know, sound like I'm boasting or ragging. It's like I literally just, like, Tyler and I have borderline gotten to know each other. It's not like he's in my phone contacts or anything, but, like, follow each other on Twitter. He knows who I am, stuff like that. And I don't want to be on social media being like, oh, yeah, Tyler loves me more than any other 45 fan. It's like, I don't want to sound like a yeah sob but like you know it's just that's when i posted that picture i think a lot of people were kind of had the same reaction you were they were like oh he was serious (laughs) like yeah there was there's a girl on twitter her name is emily and uh she nicknamed me i think it's still in my twitter bio i know it's in my instagram bio she nicknamed me uh mr rcr when he was with rcr now i'm mr 45 so uh that's that's what I'm going by uh, now on the, in the Reddick fan base, I guess. Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely not. That's, that's dope. But um, we got some more. Uh, we'll give you another chance to spotlight your uh, recent you events here shortly. Um, we'll dive into the, the main bits of the show. Y'all ready to rock? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's yes, go. sir. Shane, since you're here as, as a guest, you get to share your opinion on this week's craziness too. All um, right. So I gotta, of course, we gotta stop by F one. Wink, wink. Um, the F one race was in Singapore this morning, and a Red Bull did not win. It was fantastic. About darn time. Um, Carlos Sainz captured his first win with Ferrari, um, besting Lando Norris and Lewis Hamilton. Um, Lewis gets his. First podium this year, is that right? No, it's just no, no, no. He's he's no. had. A, I'm sorry, he's had. He's put it before. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember how many. I mean, he had this this season, but definitely not as far. It as wasn't as the first one. We'll bet. No, he's had about um, four or five. Yeah, he's he's back where he belongs and in, in podium status. Um, yes, sir. I watched every second of this race. Um, did any of you all fine fellows watch it? Uh, I, I I saw a bit of it and then uh, the stream went out because uh, I was out with my dog this morning. Um, but I mean, Singapore is, is always put on really good action. I was looking forward to it and and the fact that whatever is going on with the Red Bull that they ran six and seventh respectively uh, made it even better. Um, so that was that was really good though. Um, so yeah, I was I was excited for it. Um. I didn't watch the race. I kept up with the highlights and stuff. Two things: did, did, did they change the cars? Because Red Bull was running. Uh, what was it? Six, six, and seven, right? Yeah. So there was a uh, a baby tweak this week to all the cars, right? Um, and it looks like Red Bull was the most significantly impacted by um, the rules update. Um, I, need to, I need to find the. I need to find the exact. I, I had it the pulled up and I lost wording. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. To, AKA uh, Netflix got in their ear and said, "Hey, Drive to Survive is going to be trash if y'all uh, switch this up right quick." So, it, it right. Would not, it would not surprise me, and I've got another anecdote to share about the RF1 discussion. But I, I do want to say this because I'm looking for what the actual change was. You talk about Lewis on the podium, right? And this probably could have been a Lewis Hamilton win. Um, if George, if George, yeah, right, right. If George would have just let him through. And this is why, this is the antithesis of, like, the conversation about 
how is Mercedes dominance not boring, but Red Bull is, right? Because Mercedes drivers, whether it's been Hamilton and Rosberg, Hamilton and Bottas, or now Hamilton and, and Russell, have not have never been afraid to take points off one another. And I said in our group DM, it doesn't matter of how hard Perez sells. There's no one, whoever gets that seat next, no one is going to be able to be in a position to take points off of Max. They just mm-hmm. won't allow it to happen. And so there lies, in my mind, the reason why 2014 to 2021, you know, were tolerable. I mean, there definitely were some some lulls, right? But versus the last two years have just been, I mean, last year had some good moments for sure, but this year has just been miserable. And, uh, and, and I think there lies a huge difference between how one team dominates I was going to say, like, finally, finally, on a Red Bull win. I said that though, but like, um, I have, I'm really happy that Lewis got got on the podium. Got got a got a got a third place podium. I'll take that though. But um, I hate it for um for uh, Russell. So I hope he rebounds for, for for the next race. Is they racing uh, next week or no? Nah, they don't race again so, until I have their calendar intertwined with my calendar. So okay. um, when's the next race? Yeah, just, just wait for it to load. Come on, iPhone. <laughs> Come on, iPhone. Apple trying to trying to make it make it known that I, I need that. Um so they do race yeah, uh next week. Um okay. they are in Japan. Japan. Um then they go oh, to the, right, yeah. the next fresh hotness. They go to Qatar Ooh. after that. So um Qatar is a really fun track. I love Qatar. Um, but before we switch to the to NASCAR recap, um, just to to piggyback off of what Carl had started to say, Lewis had a race winning car, um, especially after the pit strategy um, when who wrecked? There was a VSC. Somebody wrecked. Um, was it Russell wrecked or somebody else? Uh, no, it, it wasn't was, Russell. It was, it was um, before that. There was oh, a, before that. It was a virtual safety car. Um, it was a an Alpine. Esteban Ocon, oh, his car yeah. blew up. Oh, okay. Um, they had a, a virtual safety car, and the front six had like broke away from the field, and everybody else behind them was in a little pit. Mm-hmm. Mercedes was like the Batman chin rub, and they double boxed and put on fresh mediums. And we know that Lewis does a really great job taking care of his tires, warming up his tires properly so he can get optimal efficiency out of them and russell was just yours just trying to just push a little too hard um i think his brakes overheated which is why he locked up which is why he ended up getting into the tire barriers um he had also like pulled off line to i guess change his line to break the the draft um from lewis but uh, he was just pushing way too hard and i feel like that should have been a conversation 
how we hear Ferrari go back and forth between Leclerc and Carlos. Like, yo, he's slow. Tell him move before I move him. Because um, I would have liked to see Lewis catch him. But um, hopefully we learn from those mistakes as they move forward to Japan next week. Sir, Anywho, let's get to the more important part. NASCAR, Bristol. Start with the trucks on Thursday. Uh, Corey Heim, like Christian Eckes, stole the race the week before. Corey Heim stole this race from Christian Eckes. Um, this was a rather tame truck race. What are y'all's thoughts? So I didn't watch the race. I don't think I was at work during time, but like I kept up with like some of the highlights. So like, um, yeah, that that did yeah, him getting that win. That 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 was crazy. So that was cool. I know uh, that win, Corey Heim, the guy, is going to the champion champions championship four. So big ups to him. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I saw where it was. Um, the race was like an hour and forty five minutes or something like that. Uh oh, and super, um, super fast race. Yeah, super fast race. Um, you know, man, I, I mean, it, it was cool from what I was able to catch. I was at work, and and you know how that goes. But um, I don't know, man. It just as a whole, it just seemed pretty tame um considering um so like i said uh but yeah i mean i, I you know i didn't i don't know how to feel about Corey heim you know um you know uh, brett made uh brett griffin or, or couch racer um made some suggestion about you know maybe is he toyota's next big thing I just don't know that he's in the conversation enough to really consider that. But I mean, uh, maybe, I guess, I, I don't know, but, um, I, yeah, I didn't foresee him being in the chain in the championship four for the truck. So it'll be uh, interesting to see maybe somebody who we didn't have picked initially be able to go all the way there. Yeah, he was definitely not in my predictions, but, um, he got a dub. Um, also shout out to Raja finishing P six. Um, Shane, I know you were a little busy Thursday when the trucks were running. Yeah, um, but uh, did you uh, were you able to catch any highlights? Uh, so I didn't really even see any highlights. I just and so during the stream, I was kind of asking people every now and then, it's like someone update me on it because this this is kind of drawing out quite a while. And uh, of course, they were done a good bit before we were. But Corey Himes, my truck guy, so happy that he got you know the win there. And, Moving on to the championship four, he's super, super talented and definitely going to be a, a threat in Phoenix. Um, not too sure who the other three will be to join him, I would figure. Uh, you know, there's a few names you could throw in there that may be a lot, but with this playoff system, you just don't know. But above all, just happy Corey made it. Uh, you know, wish Raja could have kind of had some redemption from earlier this year i think that was at kansas um but yeah so didn't catch much but happy with uh who won it yeah raja had he had some speed thursday night um i'm just glad that they're starting they're starting to get hot at the right time um hopefully he's been leaning on bubba for some uh some draft advice i wouldn't be surprised if he gets uh p1 uh, when they race again when they get down to talladega um, cause he's been, he's been decent at, at plate tracks. 
Um, so we'll see how that works. Um, Baraka, you hear rock, rocking that that AMG Patronus. You know, you had, you just missed the uh, the F one section, but uh, did you have any time to watch the truck race? Yeah, this is the one time I'm. You're probably gonna catch me with the Patronus. I just bought it because it looked pretty dope. I need that shirt. I need that. Shirt. <laughs> it's pretty. It was pretty dope. I saw it and it's like, yeah, I, I I dig it. But I was updated on Twitter because I had I had like assignments in lab that I needed to finish up that day. But I heard uh, my boy uh, Corey Heim won, which I'm happy he's in the championship for. Uh, very talented driver, I think. He, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think he gets the flowers or the praises that he deserves at times. And because again, he's very talented. Um, I heard about. Uh, I think Raj wanted wanted better, but you know it is what it is. And now since you have the mic, what do you think about the Xfinity race? Xfinity race. Um, I, I sadly I missed I missed out on the Xfinity race because it was my sister's birthday, and so. I was pretty much out the entire that that, that entirety. You know, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. We we accept that and uh, happy belated to your sister. Um, yeah. Shane, what about you? What did you think of the uh, the Xfinity race? I actually pretty much I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, you know, Xfinity is kind of you know I feel like a lot of people can agree Xfinity has the best cars out of every series, uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, definitely heartbroken about about a uh, water cooler Dale there. Um, wish he uh, wish he would have got the win. I was honestly I was really impressed with the the pace he had. Um, a lot of these Xfinity races he's done over the last few years, like yeah, it's been great to have him there, but he's never really shown race winning speed. Uh, so it was really nice to see him uh, up at the front leading laps. Even I mean. I was there was definitely a couple times I was like, man, Dale Jr. really might win this race. So it's it's unfortunate, you know, that he had the uh, the fire in the car, but you know, mainly glad glad he's okay and uh, hope maybe he can get something done at Homestead. I know he loves Homestead and is probably really wanting to win there. So he'll be back, and I'm sure he'll be back next year too. So hopefully he'll win one of these things before he really just full on retires. Uh, but in terms of the winner, Allgaier, I think it's great for him. He is very overdue for a championship, in my opinion. He's he's a great talent. Uh, he's had he's had some rough luck in his career, uh, but you know I think he could definitely be a threat this year. But I you know the main threat in Xfinity is obviously John Hunter Emacek, and you got I feel like you're going to have to go through him uh, if you want to win the title. And then my two boys. Uh, Sheldon and Austin Hill kind of got into it there, so I wasn't really thrilled about that. Uh, Austin's my main guy because of Derek, but uh, hopefully they'll be able to recover and at least get to the next round. Now that you bring that up, so do you think, hey, I'm going to ask you, Shannon, and everybody else can jump in. Do you think Sheldon was just tired of Austin bullying him or was it incidental? Or he hit him and got him loose, and he just decided to to finish him off and, and keep it pushing. So, from my vantage point, and I mean, I don't know how comparable. I mean, I know drivers are like iRacing, so realistic. But from my, you know, what I did learn in the Xfinity cars this week on iRacing is 
that if it was a mistake, it sure friggin' looked like one because I mean, it, it was really easy to get you know just kind of tied up off the exit and not even realize that they were there. And Austin had a lot of room uh, between the wall and his car on exit of turn four, wherever whatever exit of turn that was. I think it was on the front stretch, but. I, I think it was just a racing deal. I don't think it'll, and I hope it won't boil over into any kind of beef or anything. Uh, it was just a bad. It was just bad timing on Sheldon's part. Like, don't get me wrong, Sheldon is one hundred percent at fault for this, but I am one hundred percent positive that it was not intentional. Uh, Bonte, what you think? Was it uh, unintentional? Intentional? Unintentional. I didn't. I didn't see. Yeah, like unintentional. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was. I don't think it was anyone's fault. Racing deal, it happens. It's, it's short track racing, so that that'll be all right going to the next race. Yeah, just to just to pick up. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I th- I think they'll they'll be okay. Um, I don't think there's any true hard feelings there. I mean, it's just it's Bristol and, and things happen. Um, they happen fast there. Um. Yeah, it was really cool seeing uh, Junior out front. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I don't know what they found, what they figured out, how illegal that car might have been. But, you know, the really interesting part for me was um, the really interesting part uh, for me was, um, you know, when, when Junior talked about, you know, guys reaching out to him and stuff like that, man, I would love to see some guys that are either retired or, um, you know, whatever, uh, uh, come back in, into the Xfinity series in the competitive car. I would love to see a Ryan Newman or a Jeff Burton or, uh, well, kind of saw Bobby Labonte, but those guys, uh, Tony Stewart, even to run an Xfinity race and, and a good, in a good car. I, you know, I mean, cause right now, I, you know, I'll be honest, man. I just, I, I can't really fix that on the Xfinity series too much or the truck series. Cause there's just nobody to root for it's it's all you know generational money it's all kids that don't really know how to race i mean you know you have you know aj almondinger and justin algar to kind of save it but that's really about it you know and next year it's even going to be even worse i mean i was thinking today i was like i don't think ever in 20 years of watching the sport have the bottom three series including arca had an identity crisis quite like this before i don't know what's going to fix it either but anyway that's my rant on it but yeah saturday um friday night was cool and, um, you know, just looking forward to the playoffs to see John Hunter hopefully close that thing out. John Hunter, need me car. Need um, me check, baby. Yeah, people, people, people used to call him Nima Truck. He was in Truck Series. I, just, nah, sorry, I, I, need, I need Nima Check to pull through. Sorry, go ahead, Jared. No, you're good. Um, I was just saying, I still commend – um, John Hunter for realizing he wasn't going to get far in the cup ride that he had um, and going back down to trucks, signing on with Toyota and just whooping everybody um, in every car that he's been in. So um, with the, and we're getting ready to talk about, um, you know, the cup uh, part here in a second, but with the speed legacy has had in the last two weeks, with the speed Hosefar is showing in that car since he's been in it, legacy is going to be scary next year, um, especially with John Hunter behind the wheel. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to you know the rest of the season, of course. But next year looks 
looks pretty delicious for these for these ratings um, if people are fans of the sport. Um, and then, and we'll probably I might circle back to this, but I just want to bring it up now since we're talking about Xfinity. Um, Brandon Brown um, made a reappearance on social media uh, the other day, um, speaking on uh, his that's deal putting, and his. Yeah, he was. He was, he was out here in these in these streets. He was uh, spitting facts. He uh, was not playing, my boy. And that it's uh, it's good to see him defend himself over his deal or you know the lack thereof. Um, shout out to Larry's Hard Lemonade. Um, they're here in Virginia. They were a big sponsor of um, Brandon's at the time. Um, just an unfortunate situation uh, that happened to him. Hopefully he can find his way back into a car because he's a, a talent that needs some wheels. So um, mm -hmm. just, just wanted to reach out and shout out him. Um, we got your back. Um, if you ever want to come on here and explain your side of the story outside of Twitter, uh, you got to open the information, my friend. Sorry. Did y'all any y'all 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 catch did y'all catch that soliloquy? Yeah. Oh, I saw all of that, bro. I saw all of that. And I don't not blame bro for not one bit for speaking them facts. It's it's crazy how people was like it's crazy how people was like, oh, this you, this you, this you, because he had the um the LG word as damn sponsor is. And and he said this. I didn't force like I didn't force this. I didn't force that. So he like he didn't sign on our sponsors. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, fans, they have issues understanding that, you know, the drivers they really don't have any control on what goes on their cars, and you know, especially with all the political stuff, we've seen political sponsorships on cars for a long time. Like this isn't like. Trump era stuff like where this started. This has been a thing for a long time. Um, so, you know, it's it's really terrible what happened to Brandon in his career because he seems like a really genuine uh, great guy and honestly very talented, you know, if he's in the right car. Um, I think the whole situation is unfortunate and the people that, you know, are coming down to him for the uh, like LGB coin or whatever it was you're talking about, that scam of a sponsor um claiming that like oh you know he he he's the one that brought this on himself he should you know if he didn't want to have anything to do with it he shouldn't have fueled the fire he didn't really have a choice you know that team like, that is an right. underfunded team it's not like he was driving for hendrick motorsports and they were like oh man we need a sponsor bad and we'll take the first one that comes to us this is an underfunded team they're gonna take what they can get and i don't blame them for it and i don't blame him for it so all the people that are coming down on him really need to take a step back and just realize that he probably had nothing to do with it. And if he did, it was very minimal. So, all right. Yeah. I mean, he had no other choice. So what, 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 what more can you, what more can you want with this man? Like this, like he, he, like he definitely not a, um, he, he not a Hendrick. He definitely not a JR Motorsports team. Like he's on the team. What did you expect? Well, I mean, you know, we gotta we gotta move on some other things, but I mean, yeah, you know, it was it was nice of him to finally break his silence on that. I, I think that there were probably a lot of moving pieces that he really couldn't step out and say. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you know, I'll admit, you know, like I said, I was a bit annoyed behind the LGB coin deal showing up, and 
and just that that whole deal. And and it's even more annoying that Brandon Brown, uh, not to be political, but I mean, it's more annoying that all these grifters used that moment to start a movement that wasn't even associated with Brandon Brown whatsoever. And he didn't see anything kind of behind it. It was really annoying seeing all of these, you know, Richmond, north of Richmond, so to speak, you know, step in and go, yeah, let's go Brandon, but not give a racer any money. And he had to close up shop because, I mean, there just was nothing there for him. So, uh, you know, I hate that for him. And, and I'm glad he got a chance to kind of speak out about it. And, and hopefully, um, you know, he lands on a really great podcast, um, you know, or one of those lesser ones like uh, Dale Jr. Download. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, anyway, so. He was a victim of circumstance. Which Absolutely, a hundred percent. Like um, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to put my two cents. Yeah. I'm sorry, my yeah, but no, I think, I think, like what everyone says is like at the time, you know, tensions are high politically and all that. Everyone, no matter what political affiliation you're on, there you, you're on edge pretty much. And, you know, for Brandon, you know, after winning a race that, you know, probably he himself, he's never thought he'll be where he was at that, that moment in time. And, you know, you have these, I, I don't want to uh, like offend anyone, but these, I don't, I don't want to curse. So you got these, those type, those type of people who, you know, take what was meant to be some, uh, a moment of happiness and glee for a driver turning it into a first of you know and like a right wing meme thing to you know circumvent certain things and um and, and all that other stuff so you know and then with the whole lgb coin again underfunded team you'd be surprised on how many shady sponsorships happen not just nascar but in motorsports in general especially for underfunded teams and it's not exclusive to underfunded teams either. Just take yeah. a look at not even underfunded teams, teams, even the big teams. Like, like we had what the rich energy fiasco a few years back with Hoff. And it's DC like under with Denassi. Yeah, exactly. So you know, the, uh, this, is no this is <laughs> this is nothing new in motorsports. It's just it it sucks that it happened to one a drive a driver who, all intents and purposes, seems genuine. He just he was there just to race. You know, do something he loved to do. And just have that be hijacked is pretty sad. At the point, yeah, again, close up shop and all that. Pretty sad. I appreciate y'all's insight um, on that. Uh, but like Carl said, um, Brandon, if you want to come on a, a goaded podcast, you're welcome anytime. Um, anytime. Now, I have, to, I have to preface this. We're going to recap the cup race. The next section, we're going to talk about 2311. Just one more time. We go. We could talk about the cup race recap Saturday night under the lights, the last great Coliseum, 500 miles in Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia. Um, Denny Hamlin, um, shout out to the boss man, did what needed to be done, put himself in the round of 12 by capturing the flag. Um, there was, I, beat this your, was, I beat your favorite driver. Man, I beat your favorite I, driver. Iconic. Put it on a T-shirt. Iconic. I'm, I'm bro. That was that's one of the I, hardest quotes of the year. Literally, if I can lead on this, I'd appreciate it. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, for sure. Right. So that, you know, there are a few 
post-race interviews that you think that always stand out to you, right? I think of Kyle Busch smashing a guitar in Nashville, him doing the crying eyes of Chicago Land in 2018. I think about Ward Burton saying he was chasing that he could have shot through the window. I think about Dale Jr., uh, you know, telling uh, the uh, NBC uh, post-race at Talladega, like, you know, it don't mean, it don't mean shit. Uh, that Daniel's won here 10 times. I think about those moments, right? Don't forget well, the bubble shush, too. Well, yeah, the shush, yeah, absolutely. This is one mm-hmm. of those moments, and there's a lot of camaraderie on, on Twitter today about, you know, uh, hating Diddy Hamlin, so to speak. And, and look, it's no secret that obviously the amount of booze for him have gone up in the last three or four years, and what has transpired in that time frame. Well, obviously, he's had issues with two different Hendrick drivers and which car does he own, right? We can solve that problem real quick. But what I do want to say, we can we can, we can can answer that question as to why he's booed real quick. What I do want to say, though, is he is on an insane form right now. And, you know, he's had an opportunity to win these first three races. I think had some things gone differently, he could have walked off and swept the round. I know it's early, but I I truly feel like this could be the year for him. And I want it to be so bad, um, purely from the perspective of just the 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 seething that's gonna come from some of these fans. You wanna talk about the race? People were complaining on Twitter last night saying it was bad X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've talked about this car before, the lateral grip, the tire not giving up X, Y, and Z, the tire fall off was a reason that Bubba kind of got relegated to the mid backfield, like we all saw, you know, whatever. Um, I still enjoyed it. You know, I mean, I think Bristol is Bristol is Bristol. There's always moments that you're going to enjoy from a Bristol race. And I think even the worst Bristol races um, we had through the Gen 6 era were still better than a lot of other races. So I thought it was great. Um, you know, I mean, it was tense all night for sure. But, you know, beyond the hammer winning situation, man, shout out to Carson Hosevar. That, I mean, running top five in a legacy car, I mean, is just – I won't say it's insane because the 43 has had speed, but for him to do it – and keep in mind, he's mainly been a truck series regular for a couple years now. There has not been any – if there's very little, if any, seat time for him at all in this car or the Trinity Series. To jump in into that car and run that good, man, I'm just like, I – I have flipped. I have done a 180. I was a certified host of our hater at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm all for him now. I think that's awesome, and and I hope with that announcement about um, you know the Trackhouse Inspire deal, I'm hoping that you know the streets are saying that uh, Todd Elam's going to go over to colleague, and you know, so I'm hoping that we'll have a um, a Zane Smith uh, Carson host of our Inspire lineup next year. Um, but yeah, I thought the race was good. I mean, it's as good as you're gonna get with Bristol. So um, yeah, that's that's my take on the whole deal. Um, I had a lot. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that race. Um, like 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 Carl said, it was intense. Um, little little bump, bumps and banging. Obviously, it's a short tire racing. Um, so, uh, the whole. Corey LaJoy led some laps in the first stage, so props to him. Um, then you got Carson Hosovar. Carson Hosovar, a truck series driver, finished 11th. Literally. Led, like, like wasn't in, like, top five for the remainder, top five, top ten for the remainder of the race. So, in, in my opinion, that's impressive. Like, like that is cool to have him. Finish that high in, in Legacy Motor Club at the, in a four, in a forty two car, despite 
the horrible finishes they had this this season. So I so props to them. They they needed that. Um, then, but Lejoy uh, had that big one, and it it, it caught the uh, defending series champion Joy Logano. Yeah. So that 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 was shocking to see uh, Joy out, out the playoffs in the first round. Cause this is because this is his first time. This is his first time that that he uh is out the playoffs in the first round. The rest was like round of eight or round of twelve or he ne- or one time he never made it. But overall, I enjoyed this race. Denny Hamlin, that man is him. The fact that he said I be your favorite driver, and he they said all of them. That's that's cold. That is cold, and people boo him. And then uh, the crazy cause is they went silent after he said that. That that was too funny. Did he to go for that? Uh, Baraka, what was your take on the race last night? So my take on the race. First off, I'm happy. My boy Denny pretty much shut up his haters. You know, he he had the I'm him moment after the race when he said, Yeah, I beat your favorite, all your favorite drivers and all that stuff. Um the the race was very entertaining, you know, to the and I, <laughs> I was of course I was on edge for obvious reasons for me being above a fan. Me night like, tensed up just looking at the live points, playoff point standings and all that was very stressful, very tense. But watching that car, you know, watching Bubba do his thing uh, yesterday was very uh, pleasing to watch. I think he, I think the team, that that decision to stay out towards the end of stage one was probably a, I say high risk, high reward situation, given that not many cars stayed out most cars went most of the cars went to the pits and i think was i think six six stayed out just to collect some stage points but seeing certain drivers and how they could easily go around the track overtaking people on fresh tires what it it, it worried me a bit but seeing um bubba handle even on much older tires uh i think he finished stage one third if i'm not mistaken can someone can someone clarify before I even yes, continue? Sir. I don't know. Third yeah, third, third place was nice. Yeah, you know, again he started falling back towards the end, but given the Lejoy terrorism that was on display to the point that uh, Joey first round, I didn't even predict uh, Logano going out the first round like that, but you know, a means to an end type situation. And then you'd have uh, Kevin Harvard's uh, Stuart Haas car, who, yeah, he'd been carrying that team, but yeah, that night was just not his night. The cards fell right in our hands with us advancing to the next round, which I'm happy. Truex caught life. I can't lie. I think, you know, his incident in the previous race really did hamper, um, hamper him a bit to the point that he had to show up. And he kind of did. Uh, I know it, he was. It was stressing Bell and Hamlin lapping. I think yeah, he 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 was lapped. So yeah, lapping him. I know he was probably stressed, stressed and stressed to death about that, given how consistent he was. 
But overall, entertaining entertaining race. I'm just very excited for the next round and all that. So, yeah. All right. Now, we normally spotlight, you know, if we have uh, a host attend a race. Now, Shane, I will preface this. You can give as much or as little detail about your experience. But since you were at the race last night, what are your thoughts? I mean, from where I was, I couldn't see a, a whole lot, but uh, I was in I was in the infield. I'll give that much away. I won't, you know, say how I got into the infield, um, but uh, you know, met a lot of great people from twenty three eleven and uh, hung out with uh, some some neat uh, a certain neat celebrity that some people might know. I don't know. Might have been on the forty five part, but anyway. Nonetheless, uh, I enjoyed it. You know, uh, like you like was mentioned, Corey LaJoy uh, leading laps. That was a, a big surprise, um, honestly. Uh, you know, seeing just that seven car come around, I thought he was traffic at first because I was, you know, it's it's kind of hard to pay attention when you're at a race that's, you know, Bristol is so small. Everything happens so fast. It's, it's hard to keep up sometimes. Um, but you know, finding out he was in the lead, it was cool to see him up front. Uh, the 2311 cars just, I think they were, we were both pretty good. Uh, I think it's just they, from what I have noticed, because I was in Martinsville in April, um, and I, you know, don't really know much about Richmond, but maybe, because uh, I know Tyler was pretty close to winning Richmond. Uh, I think 2311's short track program, we just got to get better on long run speed. Uh, it seemed to me like they fired off really, really well, both of them. And then they just kind of started dropping like a rock because near the, or either that, or they just stay put, they get to a certain position and couldn't go anywhere. Like they wouldn't go backwards, but they wouldn't go forwards either. Um, near that last run of the race. And I think it probably was the last run of the race because we didn't really have a ton of late cautions, but, uh, you know, Tyler was, was rolling. He was moving on up to the front. And then it's just like he stopped. It's just like he stopped gaining spots. I think he lost a couple and just never got anything back. Uh, so ended up 15th there for him, 14th for Bubba. But, you know, the most important thing is both 2311 cars are in the round of 12. First, not only the first year that – because I know Kurt won last year, but he didn't get to participate in the playoffs because of his injury. So – you know, you could kind of call this the first year 2311 has had a car in the playoffs, period. But especially the first year that they're both in it, and for both of them to not only make the round of 16, but to both be into the next round, the round of 12, that is a huge accomplishment for this team. Um, and I don't think enough people are really talking about it either, and let them stay quiet about it. Because, I mean, it's like I said on Twitter in a video after Tyler won Kansas, like, watch out. Like, we're coming to Phoenix with something. Because um, it is really impressed me. This team is two years old. Their first season was 2021. And here we are in 2023 with both cars in the playoffs. They started out as a single-car team, then immediately became a two-car team. And they're already, two years later, both cars in the round of 12. That is That is amazing. Uh, and, you know, like was mentioned about old boss man, Dennis, the, the I could not hear the quote uh, for over the intercom. 
I learned about it when I got home at, I kid you not, like four in the morning. <laughs> but um, my ears are just now going back to normal. That is one loud place, uh, especially when you're in the middle of it. Like it's way different than being in the stands of at Bristol. But uh, either that or the next gen car is just way louder at Bristol than the Gen 6. But either way, enough tangents. Uh, but, you know, Denny, I think, you know, and I, I don't want to be like, like how everyone has been for years and it's like oh this this might just be denny's year he might finally get it and you know because i agree this year i definitely think he could um he's had speed when it has been important and uh you know if there's any time to get hot it's right now like you gotta go and uh i think that that 11 team is one to be reckoned with um but hopefully not more than the 45 but overall, you know, on a scale of one to ten of the race, I'd probably give that one a seven. It was one of the more tame Bristol races. I might get flamed for saying seven. I don't know. I just like it was kind of, you know, it was above average. But in terms of Bristol night races, like it wasn't too chaotic. But sometimes that's a good thing. But all in all, good race. Yeah, just uh, to tie this up with a bow. Um, in order for NASCAR to continue to sell us on this generation of car, we needed Corey LaJoy to be out front the way that he was. Um, they have some funding as quiet as it's kept. I'm expecting them to be way better next year than they are this year. We'll touch in the silly season in a second, but I needed Corey LaJoy out front to, to believe in this car. Um, you know, I was excited when NASCAR was like, oh, no, we're not going to bring the short track car. Let's bring the mile and a half car and just put the new tires on. I was like, yes, passing. No, not passing. Um, you know, Christopher Bell had it until he didn't. Um, you know, there was, I still feel like there was some, there was some moving and some shaking in the field, regardless of how the, the car was. Kyle Larson made sure that he was going to be a threat to be reckoned with and drove, you know, from the, from the back to the front. So somebody found some speed somewhere. Um, I just feel like when this car gets around other cars and it's Bristol, you're always in seemingly dirty air. You kind of can't, you know, you can't, you can't really move. Um, but I think I agree with you, Shane. I give this race a seven. Um, there was some calamity at the right time, um, you know, just to ensure some, some playoff craziness. I know NBC was excited about that. Um, they continue to confuse me with their, live playoff um, graphic that they use, um, even though it's assuming that's where they're finished or throwing everybody off. Um, I know the group chat was confused as hell um, after Bubba got third and got, you know, the stage points. Where does that put us? Where does that put us? Where are we at to the cut line? And it was uh, like, yeah, you're in. And we were like, no, no, we're not. Um, so there was lots of anger and frustration with that. But um glad to see Denny is keeping true to his word. Um, I feel like him having actions detrimental has made him more of a villain this year and also probably made him more hungry. What better way to promote your podcast or to give you the motivation to go record than with a checkered flag and a trophy beside you? Um, so I'll leave that there. Um, he doesn't have, to, doesn't have to take a picture with the guy who stole it from him this time. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up, y'all. Carl, Jared, Baraka, Shane. I got something to say. You know, you know what's hilarious when people thought that bubble was gonna be out the first round. 
Well, guess what? We made it to the second round. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Kyle Petty Pack. Right. Um, with that, moving on to the 2311 corner where we share the successes of the team. Um, you know, to Shane's point, both cars were fast. Both cars looked really good this weekend. Um, shout out to Tyler. I don't know whether it was intentional or not. Um, you know, he was he was at Bubba's rear quarter panel. It seemed like the the whole race, once they got together, they pretty much stayed together. So, um, Tyler, I don't know if you sacrificed anything in your race to ensure that um, both cars made it through. Um, but appreciate you uh, making your card as wise as you did the last 20 laps um, when Ty Gillen had jokes and thought he was about to, to pass both of y'all. Um, but, you know, to your point, Bonte, there was a lot of NASCAR media that did not have the 23 car at all advancing. And, and um, we've said consistently these last four weeks, round one arguably was Bubba's best chance to point in. Um, you know, he did what he had to do in Darlington. Kansas went Kansas. Um, but they battled through attrition. They battled through the tire. They battled through everybody else's issues. Both Tyler and Bubba avoided creaming Joey Logano right. when he wrecked um, to, to make it through. So um, it's this is what, you know, we expected out of 2311. I don't know. The rest of the NASCAR fans didn't. David Wilson said, I got six cars. I want five in the playoffs. Here we are moving to the round of 12, and all five cars are still there. So. Um, I know Toyota is part of that. I know Ford's probably ripping their hair out. Um, giving recent nudes. We'll touch on that soon. Um, but it's uh, it's good to see the investment that has been made in this team, and it's good to see the drivers of both cars, you know, take this very seriously, take this championship championship push very seriously because it's not that you know they're not riding around with yellow on the spoiler and yellow on the, the windshield banner for no reason, they're fighting for a driver's championship. So mm -hmm. um, with that, um, Bonte, if you want to add to your, um, you know, your, your comments before. Oh yeah. You know what I was saying? We in the next round. Yes, sir. Man, all, I'm talking about media. I'm talking about people, the fans. Them other type of type of fans has off the first round, and and, and and we showed that don't count us out, do not count us out, because this first round we could do some damage, and I was right, and I was right, and I was right. Even 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 though can even though we we could have had a better race at Kansas that 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 that, that would have put the nail in the coffin, but that's okay. We still made it to the next round. That's all that matters. I am so so proud of Bubba. I am so proud of his team. Even though we had pit issues up and down this whole season, from 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 from, from Bubba saying six years in the cup needs to be replaced to around a twelve in the playoffs, showed a massive improvement for this team and him. And, and I am so so proud of him and his team. And if I'm hot, I'm happy as a fan. I, you know, I can't wait to update my update my bubble uh, flag. So let's let's get it uh, next week. Uh, we we no this Sunday we at uh, Texas. Oh, we oh we we still we we still we still in here. It's time to get to work.
Yes, sir. Um, before I pass the mic to Carl, what was your agreement with doing a um another shoey? No. If Didn't you, you say when you if we if we advance to the nope, round of twelve, you nope, was gonna nope, do a shoe? No, nope, no, nope, no. You nope, said I, if he nope, wins nope, or nope, if nope, we advance nope. to the round of twelve, I, 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 you were gonna I, I, get nope, some strawberries nope, and cream, nope, Dr. Pepper. I, nope, and nope, put nope. in your shoe and drink it. You, you don't put word of mouth, sir. I say if you get a win, I do another shoey. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna pull that tape back. Um, Carl, go ahead. <laughs> hey, look, man, it's all right, but it's all right, but like, you ain't riding for Bubba like the rest of us, bro. That's fine. Wow, you can be a soft so, Bubba fan, bro. That's cool. You bandwagon, that's fine. Man. I'm worry, a Bubba. bandwagon. Don't worry, don't so, worry. This, we need VAR. Oh, oh, we need a VAR. Wow. So, so <laughs> hey. it ordered me. So, so I, I'm, I'm assuming I can do a shoot on time. Wow, okay. I, I mean, look, bro, anyway, man, look. I did mine out of a out of a work boot. I so I'm just saying I kind of question your loyalty a little bit. Um, but no, nah, I'm kidding. But um, if this is the 2311 segment, I guess uh, Jared. Uh, yes, this is okay, our new reformed uh, 2311 corner where you can <laughs> speak can, your piece. Yeah, you folks, will tell, folks will tell you you leave the ranch for. I will interject really quick. Vontae. I'll make a deal with you with that shoey. Yeah. I'm going to raise the stakes. If yeah. we get a win in NIS in the Victory Lane Vibes car, are we doing Are you? Are we doing a shoey for that one or not? Y'all killing me with this damn shoey. You better say yes, company man. You can't tell our driver you're not going to take a shoey with him. What if I do one with you? I'll do one too if we win. If we win, I'll do one. I'll, that, that, I will do one just for that. Uh, all right. I'll oh, do you one. You heard it here first. Ma- it, 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 Ladies right. and gentlemen, we got him. Let's go. All right. Hold, hold <laughs> this. Let, let's, let's bring this. Okay. So if Bubba wins the, uh, dur- during these last couple of races, I will do a shoey. And that's the last time I will do a shoey. Unless we win a championship, I would do a double shoey if he won if he won the, the uh, Daytona 500 next season. You heard it here first, peoples. Hey man, I'll be hopefully in the stands and I'll do one. Uh, I'll do a whole lot more than that. I might not make it back to work, man. Oh <laughs> man! Oh it's, man. boy! It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a um, a lit a lit night that if he do. But you go ahead, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's like I said, all this year, last year, and the year before, unfortunately, is that, you know, you look at the 23, right? Numbers don't tell the whole story. We, I wouldn't have been biting my lip last night had Kansas gone the way that it was supposed to go. Even if he didn't win, he would have been soundly in the top eight, I feel like. We would have had enough points where, like I said last night, wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Um, you know, last night had pretty good speed, got relegated, you know, back because of the tire fall off deal. Who could have foreseen that coming? Uh, you know, and, and then there were times where he wanted to run harder and just chose not to because, you know, they didn't want to risk, you know, the, the nights, so you know, respect for that. But uh, yeah, incredibly proud of the organization as always and, and above it. and, and you know, for some people to say, oh, he won't make it past the first round, blah, 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 blah. Like, they look stupid right now. And you can say all you want to, well, he only made it because of X, Y, and Z. Well, my, my retort to that is he made it because drivers that you felt were better than him 
did not perform. End of story. Okay. And um and so I mean just to just to put that information out there, but yeah, I mean, um I you know, I, I don't know what else there is to say about it. I feel like there is an excellent chance to build up a surplus of points. He's in a negative 12 right now to the line, the, to the cut line for the round of eight. Texas, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to read um, because uh, um, I don't remember what he ran at Texas 2 last year. I don't really ran the, in the, the fall race. Did he have an issue last year or was – yeah, he had that same issue. Uh, yeah, it was power issue. Yeah, issue. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I feel like they've been good at a mile and a half. You know, Booty Barker's been on Sirius XM, but they've had a lot of speed there. Um, you know, he ran good in the all-star race last year there where they had it. Um, you know, so truly, I think, you know, show up. He's had, you know, really good practice qualifying pace, qualify in the top ten, um, you know, and just stay there you know, try to get stage points in one or two of the stages um, and just finish out good. You know, I mean, just so many things can happen, right? You don't want to just be like, well, you know, he, he's just going to win a point and win, win his way in. Um, Talladega, you know, same situation. Uh, I think that they're, pop, they're capable of running a smart race. I know it's up to chance a little bit. Um, you know, and, and I'm not honestly, somebody DM me today, we we're talking about it. I'm not really worried about the Roval. Uh, I think that when the chips are down, I think that he can um, run a smart race and be in a good position. Unfortunately, we got stage cautions back for the for the uh, for the road course races, but Ooh. yeah, I mean it is what it is. Not happy I, about it. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not happy about it either. But that was last week's episode. I wasn't there for it. But hey, you, wait, hold up. You know what? I'm happy that Joel crashed because I remember that interview he did. He said he's happy that stage cautions are back. Um, you know what? He he deserves it. He deserves it. Right. I know. I mean, I you know, I don't want to go that far to say that because I don't want to sound bitter. But I, I will say this: so, like, you know, stage cautions. You've got to you've got to pick a side, right? Like, if we want to talk about, like, I'm going to give my two cents on it real quick. I didn't give a chance to last week. There are just a lot of things fundamentally we have to figure out about this car entire combination to make it race like like we've had in the past. You know. We went for so many years, you know, running road course races without any sort of, you know, made up cautions and the racing was great. I watched the 2007, 2008 Watkins Glen races on uh, NASCAR Classics the week leading up to the race. Fantastic. 2013. Fantastic. You know, those races always seem to come down to the end anyway because of pitch strategy and stuff like that. But in order for that to even be a part of, you know, strategy to be part of the the, the, the whole deal, you've got to have cars that can pass each other. So now what you've done is you've admitted like, okay, this car can't race, you know, well in clean air, you know, clean air is king here. So now we've got to bunch them all back up and hopefully they just knock each other out 10 times in a row. So we have some kind of excitement to talk about. I, I'm just not, I'm not a fan. I'm not going to be a fan of it, you know, and, and I'm probably going to say some really, uh, heated things when we go to the Roval and they have to do like five restarts, um, you know, and in the last stage because guys keep, you know, wrecking or whatever the case may be. I don't know, man. I just, you know, but um, as far as 2311 goes, immensely proud of Bubba. And, and, and how funny is it that Kyle Petty got not one, but all four of his first round exit picks wrong. Zero. Um, I It's that's, that's so, so funny to me. Um, and, um, 
but yeah, you know, I mean, I think that people are, they should be realizing that, like, I mean, Bubba Wallace is a legitimate contender, and I think that he's only going to get better. Um, and I think it's going to be kind of like Martin Truex Jr., where he kind of peaked at the middle of his career, not at the beginning. I really see a ton of similarities between him and MPJ, actually. I was telling somebody this today. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited for this next round. Heavily debating on going to Texas. I don't know if I want to spend the money or not, but my vacation starts next weekend, so we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm, man. I'm, 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 I'm thrilled about it. Carl. What's up? I know Texas kind of sucks. You might as well go, bro. I, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. The, the problem is that the prices are insane for Texas specifically, and that's something we'll talk about some other day. But I've had I've been going to Texas since like 2016, and like the prices are always crazy because like they have a lot of resellers, and it really needs something needs to be done about it, you know. But whatever. Anyway, oh, next. oh, oh, you wonder why, but anyway, um, yeah. Anyways. Shane, I know you gave some uh, some good insight. Did you want to add any thoughts since we're at the uh, the twenty three eleven segment? Uh, I mean, above all, just like I've already said, just how impressive it is with what they've done in such little time. And uh, something I didn't mention is just how impressive it is in such a little shop that they have. Uh, the shop that they use used to be the shop for Jermaine Racing, the old uh, Geico 13 team with, you know, Ty Dillon, Casey Mears, all those guys. And it is not a big garage, not at all. And what they have been able to accomplish, I mean, even if even if both of them went out in this round and, you know, obviously don't want that to happen by any means, but even if that happened, there is so much for every single person that is a part of this team and even fans of this team to be proud of because it is just incredible what they have done. Baraka? Um, yeah, so... The, oh, my mom just came in. So if you hear a lady in the background, I do apologize. <laughs> um, but... I'm happy that the again where this team came from, from what like it's been what I think no more than three years now we have with 2311 and it, to the point now this this year both cars have advanced to the next round. I'm happy. It's like I like literally I, words cannot explain how I felt. I feel about you know both Bubba and Tyler advancing to the next round you know again i Kane earlier just said you know they're they're operating from a very small garage compared to their competitors which is even more impressive so you know and again texas texas is coming up as much as i dread a race at that godforsaken track i'm 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 a little optimistic to say the least, but yeah, it, I'm just now. I'm just ex I'm excited. I just can't wait for the the uh, the next round to begin. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, David Wilson won it five out of the six. We still got five left. Um, I personally, I'm not worried about Texas just because this car does one thing right, and that gives us a show a mile and a half. So. Um, you know, hopefully that means we'll see a great race or hopefully that means that they're going to learn that they need to reconfigure it back to the old Atlanta 
so we can have another great mile and a half on the schedule. Um, with that, um, we've been tiptoeing around some silly season announcements um, since our last recording. Um, Ford is fighting back tears at this point. Their stud, Zane Smith, is joining the ranks of a Spire Trackhouse Alliance. I don't know what Justin Marks has cooking over there. Obviously, their cars have had speed. But for them to be a new team, just as old as 2311 is, you already have an alliance set up. What does that say to Hendrick? Have they fallen off? Have they lost their way? Are the prices too high? SVG coming to town and, you know, the, literally all hell breaks loose? Like, what's going on? Ford can't keep their talent? I thought they had money. Uh, Bonta, you want to go first, or is it me? Or you, you go ahead, boss. Okay, all right. Um, so I don't ever mean to advertise on the podcast on our show, but um, I would highly advise anybody in this group or anywhere to go listen to his both of his episodes on Dinner with Racers. Justin Marks is an incredibly smart visionary, and um, you know, even his Dungeon his Download episode, and uh, and he fully understands the sport's current business model and cup, and he knows what it takes to make it successful. A big part of Trackhouse's success and what they've done has been built around this car, and I have to commend him for that, you know, and, and everything. And, and I think Justin Marks is just a, a really awesome guy, um, to do this, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, part of him buying into Ganassi was he had the line to Chevy, right? He can make the boss call. And I think, you know, he doesn't have to step over anybody to get what he wants. And, you know, in this sport, you have to do that, right? You have to be able to have the direct line to the plug that is your manufacturer. Um, you are not going to see an organization grow out from under of the shadow of somebody that's supplying it. So that's why we had the, the deal with 2311 having to wait so long. You know, Legacy was like, we're going straight for Toyota's pockets, um, you know, and, 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 and that kind of deal. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about the news to, um, you know, to see – uh, Zane Smith at, at, at Spire, um, you know, he's been lighting the truck series up. And, um, you know, I think Carson Hussevar, who's also rumored to be a part of that Spire deal, not the Spire track, but the Spire deal, you know, he's shown, look, there is no longer a needed path to develop drivers for this car. You don't need to be in Xfinity for a year or two to learn anything. You have to be in the car, right? And so I think Zane Smith can make the jump you know, quite effortlessly. And I mean, of course he's, he's running this year, obviously. Um, but I think he can make the jump full time next year. And, you know, I would say by the time we get to the 600, he'll be in the regular conversation of top tens and stuff like that. I think he will mimic the progress of a young Tyler Gibbs that we've seen this year. So uh, I'm excited behind that. You know, um, that, that's cool to see. It's, you're always kind of wondering as a lifelong fan, like I am, like, when are we going to get the new generation of guys that we're talking about every week, right? We had an influx of them, like, six years ago where we got Blaney and Chase Elliott and Bubba and, and, and Kyle Larson and these guys, you know, seven, six years ago. 
So now it's like, okay, we're, we're due for another one. And now we're getting, you know, Hunter Nemechek and Hosevar and Smith and, and all these guys. So that's pretty cool. Um, and in the other silly season news, I don't know if we want to wait on that or not, is obviously Daniel Hamrick's going to be full-time at, at Colleague uh, <laughs> next year. Yes, and, sir. And I, I don't have a lot to say about it, but I will say this. I do want to issue an apology uh, to Kiana because uh, I did say some choice, not choice things. I did jokingly criticize a decision. Um, and I didn't realize that she, I knew she was a colleague fan, but not a Henry fan. And look, I, he, you know, whatever it is you want to say about him is fine, but he's not lighting the world on fire. But I had to think about it. If I'm wanting to hire a guy that I know is not going to tear stuff up, right? He's not going to be controversial. We're not worried about his Twitter likes. Um, and a guy that's going to, you know, bring my car home and, and also be good for my partners. Daniel Hemrick's a great guy for that. Uh, a great guy for that. So I think that's Perfect a solid choice. Yeah, absolutely. A solid choice for that, man. I wish him the best on that. I'm sure this means Almendinger is probably going to go back to, well, I know he's replacing Justin Haley, um, but I'm also kind of figuring that he probably is going to go, and Almendinger is probably going to go back to Xfinity full-time. But, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, that's a solid move on their part. Keep the guy in-house. You know, and, and promote them up. You know, don't hire somebody else when you've got a guy working for you that has, you know, some partners that want to come along with it, I think is great. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's been pretty cool. But uh, that's all I got to say about the silly season stuff for this uh, this week. Good job, Bate. Yeah, so, okay, I used to be a certified Zane Smith hater. I ain't going to lie, last year I hated Zane Smith so much. But – this year, Zane Smith wasn't that bad. Actually, I I like the guy. I only, only hate him more. I, I I like Zane Smith. He 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 made a nice he a nice racer. For for him to go to um track house slash fire and that little whole partnership thing, ha- happy for him. So I'm so I'm, I'm I'm looking for him to cook. Um, my boy Daniel Henry come back to the Cup Series. Yes, sir. I I, I, I always love Daniel Henry, even though he. Even though uh, people say what you want about him being a, a one winner, winner. Okay, cool. Congratulations. He, he's still a champion. And at the end of the day, so I don't care. Say what you want about him. That's my guy. So for him to go to the 31 car is a perfect choice. And I'm so happy and I'm so excited to see him uh, in the Cup Series next season because that's my, that's my boy. Um, Who, who else? Oh, Judge! Oh, Justin Haley going th- going to uh uh Rick Ware. Okay, cool. Um, who 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 else am missing? That's I mean, the 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 host of our news. I mean, we know it, but it still hasn't been officially announced yet. But um, that's the only shoe that we're waiting to drop, or that's waiting to drop, I should say. Ooh, um, interesting. Unless somebody else knows something. Interesting. Um, but yeah. We'll see. Time yeah, place. Um, all right, y'all. We're gonna do a before we get into predictions, you know, we gotta do a an ask Bonte. Hashtag ask Bonte. Uh, make sure if you guys want your questions featured on the show, be sure to use the hashtag ask Bonte. Um, we have a question 
from Brandon uh, KVNGL3AM on Twitter. Thank you for reaching out. Um, he asks, what is one thing you would do or what you think NASCAR can do to help bring more minorities in the sport? That's a good, that's, that's a really good question. Um, so we obviously have like the uh, Bubba's Black Party. That's also fantastic, but I'm thinking about like I think NASCAR should, should do like black organizations that's that, that that is in the um in the city like or organizations uh with minority kids in there talk to them about the sport see they have interest in take 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 it take, take it to races and stuff I think I think we could do that uh, obviously uh, black parties and some some um. Also, have drivers like Bubba or Daniel Suarez or Roger Carew go to uh, community organizations and talk to them about about the sport. We could also do that too to bring them to bring to bring them to bring more minorities into the sport. Yeah, wonderful. Um, since it is Ask Bonte, uh, Shane. Do you have a question that you want to ask Bonte? I know that he's a, a really big fan and supporter of yours. You want to flip the <laughs> script right quick? <laughs> sure. Let's see. All right. My God, put me on the spot here. Let's see. Hashtag ask Bonte. What is this is kind of right a lame one, but what's your favorite 2311 paint scheme from this season? Oh, okay. That That's a good one. Um, you can yeah. do one for each car, by the way, as one. well. Okay. Can I can I add tire in there too? Yeah. Okay. So that's what actually, one for each car means. Yeah. All right, bet. <laughs> oh my bad. So that's that's a tough question, but in my opinion, I'm going to have to go with Bubble Bubble Wallace's uh 23 car. I'm going to have to go with All Star car from um this year. Damn you, Lionel. We should make that damn dark on diecast. Anyways, though, um, and then for Tyler Reddick one, either Moneyline or the Jordan brand from Bristol, because that is too clean. All right, now the question was so good, we got to go around the horn. We got to, the rest of us got to answer that. I like that question. Carl, <laughs> um, what's your top two paint schemes this year? My top two paint schemes? Yeah. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, Bubba? For Bubba and one for Bubba and one for Tyler. Oh man, um, I you know man for Bubba, I probably have to say man. Um, there's so many to choose from. Uh, I'd say uh, last. Um, no, you know what? I'd say I'd say last night the the moon cars is was just solid. I, I like that a lot. Uh, hopefully it shows up on iRace and that and the uh, the Columbia black and gold from last week. Uh, for Tyler, man, I'd say finish scheme from Atlanta. I mean, the Jordan last night's car, the Jordan cars are fantastic. Never in a million years, but I thought I would see Jordan brand in, in NASCAR in that capacity. Uh, but the Xfinity car was just uh, something else. It was really, it was really nice. So I have to say that. But last night's car is a close, very close, almost high a second. 
Yeah, that, uh, that West Coast Customs car was, was kind of crazy. Baraka, what's your, um, what's your top two favorite schemes this year? Oh, uh, again, that's the tough one. I know for Tyler, I get, I agree with, uh, I agree earlier um, that every, like the Jordan, the, the Jordan Brandon cars for um, Tyler Reddick has, I don't, I say I haven't seen a bad one in my, in my personal opinion. Yeah, not I haven't seen a bad one, but they got a. I probably Loki. I think I'm in the minority. The one Tyler Reddick had in Pocono, I think. The I think was it the the wing, the, yeah, with the giant H on the hood. Yeah, wing Jordan Brand. Yeah, the, the wing Jordan twos. Brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah the wing twos. Yeah, I, that that's probably like my favorite Jordan branded uh, 45 car this year. And for Bubba, ooh, that's a tough one. I, oh, last night's car was pretty, pretty tough. I can't lie. I actually liked it. I think that or the one of the. I think the Xfinity car, in my opinion, are my favorite. But I think last night's uh, is probably my favorite um, paint scheme for Bubba. I'd say for me. Um... Jordan really never misses when it comes to these shoe schemes. I think this has been the best shoe scheme this year uh, with the J Balvin car. I think what just made it so impactful, I think he helped design Tyler's suit. Tyler had the shoes on pre-race. Mike had the shoes on at the race. Um, you know, and it, it's a it's not often where, you know, the celebrity collabs get spotlighted the way that they do so. For me, for sure, I think my favorite right now so far is the J Balvin car. I know they're probably cooking up one more Jordan scheme this year for um, for Tyler, but so far it's oh. been uh, the J Balvin joint. Um, and then for Bubba, I just like the Moon car was pretty, but I still got to go with that Infinity Gold man. I just I hope it it makes a comeback. Shout out to whoever whoever designs Columbia schemes. They have not missed once they haven't missed once in the whole entire time of him having this partnership uh when he was still with rpm since he's been with 2311 they have not missed on the scheme yet so whoever is signing and improving on them things please keep doing these things goodness gracious columbia brings fire uh to the track um and then hopefully if the grimace car gets picked and he runs that homestead then i may change my mind i i will say this though before I let y'all finish, Lionel, I hope we get that. I hope we get that Jordan Brand J Balvin card because I will be needing that. Already, already, already got Tyler's um, um, Jordan Brands um, North Carolina and and uh, the one you were on pre-order because we need those. I already have the one sixty fours of those pre-ordered as well. Yes, sir. All right, um, Texas. Predictions. Who y'all got winning Texas? Who's it going to be? Who's advancing? I'll slide to in first on this one. Yes, so, sir. All right. Jump well, on so, in. Now are we doing like every every series, like Xfinity yeah. and Cup? Or, all right. Yeah, do we're going to do um, Xfinity and Cup. Trucks stay on ice until Talladega. Yeah. But um, yeah. who you got? Well, man. So, honestly – I hate to like sound like a broken record. I was talking about John Hunter earlier, but I feel like obviously he's going to be one to watch. Um, 
I don't know about the win, though, to be honest. Uh, you know, Texas lately, I like, I know we haven't been there this year, except I think, I guess trucks went there, but like, you know, that's kind of a whole different animal. Um, but at, at Xfinity in Texas, Cup at Texas, the last several years, it's shown just how unpredictable it really is. I mean, uh, a lot of the Texas playoff races for Xfinity seem to always have a big wreck for some reason. <laughs> um, and the cup race last year had all those tire issues. Um, but honestly, for, you know, a Texas prediction, I'm going to say, hmm, man, I know that, Another all guy just won. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm looking through it. I get, I'm gonna have to go with John Hunter again. Like I, I, I was gonna try not to, but I'm saying I'm, I can't go against him. I think it's gonna be John Hunter this time. That team, at, you know what they did at uh, Kansas and everything, just the the butt whipping that they gave the field that day. I think we might see something similar there uh, in terms of Cup. Uh, you know, I think Byron could be a threat, uh, lock himself into the round of eight. Uh, Tyler, obviously he won there last year, but my honest, true prediction for Texas this weekend, is going to be Kyle Larson. Um, he, you know, like him or not, even as cocky as he is, especially after those Kansas radio comments, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, but, uh, he, he doesn't make him less of a hell of a driver. And, you know, I think that, you know, the five has shown speed at Texas. I can't quite remember what they did last year, Texas, but, uh, I, I think that this will be their time to kick off the round of 12, right? Go ahead and push themselves into the round of eight. And as long as Tyler has a good day, even if he's right behind in second, I'm good with that too. So I guess uh, to make a long story short, Xfinity, 20 car, John Hernemichek, Cup, 5 car, Kyle Lars. Uh, like it. So I'll go. Um, so Xfinity, like uh, like Strange said, I'm going to go with uh, John Hernemichek, John Hernemichek, get his second win of this season. Um, man, man's putting some speed this season. Definitely a temperature favorite. So I'm, I'm gonna have to go with him. And and for the Cup Series, I'm going to actually pick a four driver and pick. This might be a hot take, but Ryan Blaney. Uh, it, I, I have my boy Ryan Blaney. Um, bold pick. Went went in went in um Texas. He won there last year. Um, with um. The All Star Race, but hey, that's, that's my hot take pick. As long hey, I hope my I hope my boy beat up and, or Tyler do do do, do uh do well get get stage points and and and, and do well at Texas because Texas kind of suck. But overall, yeah. Ooh, Carl, who you got? Um, uh, yeah. So um, first of all, I'm gonna tell you something. I got me. Uh, all three series in our race, and it's a home game Let's this go. week. I boy, and I, I'm so close to getting that first uh, A series, that Cup series win. So, um, no, nah, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know that 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 big X of plug song in Texas. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, that's gonna be the intro uh, if, uh, if if that happens. But anyway, no, nah, um, Xfinity is gonna be needing tech. Uh, I just they've been solid on one and a half this year. They've been solid everywhere this year. Um, go ahead, get that win, get to the round of eight, and uh, I guess Cup. Um, man, I, I I I I'll say Denny. He's been good at Texas. Won at Texas before. He ran good there last uh, fall. Uh, until his deal with Byron, and um, there's no, I, there's no reason to suspect that he wouldn't, you know, run there again. Like I said, the form that he's on has been insane uh, these last uh, six weeks or so. So, um, I, you know, excited about that. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx Bubba. I don't want to, you know, get my hopes up. I think Bubba come with the top ten. I, I think there's a very real chance that he could win. Um, you know, we'll have to wait to see how practice and everything shakes out. But, um, you know, just in the in the eye of, of not – of being superstitious, I'll, I won't say he'll win, though. But, yeah, those are my picks for this weekend. Um, were we doing – who adva- like, any other picks or who advances or whatever? It was just those two. I mean, you know, we were just going to do the race weekend. I'm a – Okay, I'm a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, yeah. I'm going to ask Shane. Um, another question when we get through mm-hmm. this okay. part. Um, Baraka, we got this weekend. Okay, I'm guessing for the Xfinity, of course, I gotta. I'm guessing I'm, I'm in agreement with everyone here. John Harney McCarr, <laughs> he, he he's 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 been my guy all season, uh, and he's been showing incredible pace. So I, there, I, there's no reason for me to believe unless Texas becomes te- Texas is Texas, and it's gonna throw a wrench in whatever I want to see happen. But I, I will back my boy Nemechek to win the Xfinity race. And for the Cup Series, I, I actually think Blaney could be a surprise. I don't know why. I think maybe because I'm judging off of last year's All Star race. We won't. I don't want to. We won't talk about the shenanigans that happened at the end, or else we'll be here all night. But yeah, I think Blaney could. I think Blaney could be a surprise contender for a win for me. I think he could, and probably Reddick. But I'm more leaning towards Blaney to win it. I don't like these picks. Um, yeah. For myself, personally, um, John Hunter is going to win. You you can't stop Toyota on a mile and a half. That's just no. Um, he's winning uh, Xfinity race. I have Denny winning this weekend. Um, I think the last time he won, he went back-to-back. Odds are probably pretty good. He's going to go back-to-back this weekend, too. So, um, With that, um, just to wrap this up right quick just wanted to shout out shane again thank you for stopping by thank you for taking the time with us um if you don't already follow shane you need to follow him um on twitter he's shane monday 45 um catch him thursday nights rocking the black and yellow for now until we change it um on twitch <laughs> uh his uh, twitch link twitch tv slash shane monday 40 uh, he does a really good job uh, promoting and reminding us of when he's getting on. Um, catch all of us and the, uh, the Twitch stream, giving us um, our love and support um, for him. And I just have to, you know, we talk about favorite paint schemes. 
you did your thing designing this car. <laughs> so you deserve some credit as well, sir. I appreciate um, it. That that car looks crazy. Like it looked crazy in the scheme when you said I was like, oh, well, like watching the race uh last week, I was like, man. Yeah, that's way better than everybody else's copycat <laughs> schemes that they were running that race series. So shout out to you. Um yes, while we have you, I know you're gonna be back again. Um, but just while we have you here, who do you have being the first four out um as far as the round of uh, moving on to the round of eight? So for the round of twelve, you know, it, it you know this this whole predicting the grid thing it gets harder every single week that's just how it goes um but i think so the first round the first four i had on the round of 16 i got all right except one uh i had harvick going out that happened i had stenhouse out that happened mcdowell that happened but i had blaney instead of logano uh so that was the one i got wrong there still Uh, pinsky car so you still still i was i was in the ballpark (laughs) <laughs> but uh, honestly, so for the round of 12, uh, like I said, not really predicting any of these and, you know, who's winning their way in, but just kind of more so uh, who makes it, who doesn't. Um, I definitely don't think you can bet against Byron. I've got him moving on. Truex, as long as he doesn't have any bad luck like he did at Kansas, I think he's going to be just fine. Um, we were as us 45 fans, 23 fans, we really honestly didn't need him moving on, but obviously it's a Toyota fellow Toyota, Toyota. So happy he's moving on with us. And, uh, I got Denny going on Larson. Like I said, I think he'll be your winner, uh, on Sunday. The first one that I have out, uh, and I hate to do it because I like him a lot, but I think that magic's finally going to run out and I'll explain why here in a in a minute, but I've got Chris Busher heading out this round. Um, Kyle Bush, I've got him moving on. I feel like the 18, you know, those are three pretty good tracks for that team. Obviously, the 18 won at Texas last year. Uh, Kyle won at Talladega earlier this year, and Reddick always showed good speed at the Roval, and I feel like Kyle can do something with that as well in the eight car. Oh, uh, C Bell, think he'll be good. Reddick, think he'll be good. That might be a little biased, but either way. Uh, next one I have out might be a little bit of a surprise, honestly. Uh, but I think Ross Chastain's out after this one. Um, because, I mean, you know, we have, we've, I'm sure y'all have talked about it, and we've all talked about it as fans in general. Since that whole Darlington mess, he's just not been the same. And uh, even in this first round, he didn't have any kind of crazy showing, really, uh, to be honest. He had consistent runs, but, like, he declined every race. So, like, the first race he finished pretty good. Or, uh, yeah, first race he finished pretty good. And then the second one, he was worse. And then he was way worse last night at uh, Bristol. So I, I just don't think unless they can really pick their momentum up, I think the one car is done. Uh, next one out. I had him out in the first round. This time I think I'll be right. But Blaney, I don't think he'll make it out of this one. I might be wrong again, and we'll probably be back on here, and I'll be talking about that again <laughs> after Charlotte. But uh, either way, and uh, that comes down now to, to old Brad Kay and Bubba, and as much as I hate to do it, I've got Brad moving on, and I'll tell you why, because I think Brad's finally going to shake that plate track. Uh, 
curse he's had going on. And I think instead of Busher getting it, he'll finally get one and move on. And, uh, you know, with Bubba, it's just three tracks that are pretty hard for him. We know that, you know, he's gotten better at the road courses for sure. Um, but, you know, with it's unpredictable and not even near as unpredictable as Talladega. So uh, hopefully I'm wrong. I hope I am wrong. I would love Bubba to move on to the round of eight. But my round of eight is the 45, the 6, the 5, the 24, 11, the 8, the 20, and the 19. I like when people share their opinions and they share logic with it. I like that. Um, we'll see what happens. Good stuff. So with that, we'll wrap. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Barack and Shane, for taking the time to come with us. Make sure you follow Shane. Make sure you follow our presenting sponsor, Eastside.Roasters with DC on Facebook and Instagram and Threads. We will catch y'all post Tejas. We out. Peace. Peace. See you later. See you around. See you in Texas. Get into the next round. But you finished 14th and did it. Describe your night. It looked like that last run there was pretty tough. Yeah, it was. Uh, God, I love that shit right there. Counted us out. Hey, Coco Goss said. All they're doing is adding fuel to the fire. I love it. Uh, I love where I'm at in this team. Wish uh, mom and dad and my sister were here to celebrate with me. Uh, I mean, a career year. Just got to keep it going. Appreciate all the partners.